Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Health Shift, my podcast that bridges ancient wisdom with conventional modalities for greater healing of mind, body, and spirit. It's my mission to help create the change in paradigm for healthcare and mental health care. And today's a solo cast honoring my birthday, September 19th, 1957, and the preparation and intention setting for this day. As a seeker committed to my personal growth and how I am to bring forth my gifts in this world, I take very seriously the medicine work that I practice with myself. Last week was an important week in our family. Lindsay, Scott, and Chloe were visiting Austin and San Antonio while I babysat for Nala, their dog. I felt that this would predict the family's next steps, and yet something was also tugging at me while waiting to hear their decision about moving. I've been feeling a tug to dig deeper into what I need and what I want in this next chapter of life. And thus I set the following intentions to prepare for my psilocybin journey. To gain clarity on my path, not being influenced by what I think I should do. To see the gifts in my hurt feelings, at times not being included in family activities and friends not always reaching out except for a few. I'm usually the one that does the reaching out the card sending, and I love doing that, but there are times that I can feel hurt, especially if I'm feeling a little bit emotionally unstable or unwell. To step into what I deserve in my business. Well, what came up today was a deeper connection with feeling my pain, panic, and helplessness as a child. It hurt, I cried, and I received some very clear messages. I made contracts based upon my core wounds for self-protection. My self-care, exercise, diet, and discipline really started out based upon survival and not self-love. It's evolved over the years, but I'm aware of that I need to take care of myself because no one else is there for me. I want to feel connection, but I feel so afraid of rejection and abandonment and have felt abandoned many times. I needed to be hypervigilant in order to survive. And again, while I've softened that hypervigilance, it's still there in the off. I saw my overly anxious mom who followed schedules, even for my feeding. I felt hungry and she was too anxious to feed me as a baby. I learned not to complain and prepared her when I got hurt so that she wouldn't panic. I felt and recognized her panic and her anxiety. As I went into my usual MO of understanding her behavior mode, this time the medicine allowed me to come back and stay present with my feelings of hurt, fear, feeling helpless. I got through it. Then I witnessed my dad's abusive behavior and it was really scary and unpredictable. As I went into understanding his fear and chaotic upbringing, once again, the medicine gently brought me back to feeling my panic, my helplessness, and I cried some more. I observed my work with my clients. I'm diligent, clinical, research-oriented, caring, and intuitive. But I also realize that I've overcompensated for years, not valuing the work that I do and gathering more and more credentials in order to gain self-worth. Well, you know, it doesn't really work. <laughs> At the end of each scenario, I felt, is that all? And felt an emptiness. Then I saw Lynn's, Scott, and I've been really trying to see more clearly my relationship with Scott my son-in-law. I love him dearly. He's been a part of our family for many years. I could not put into words to it, but instead I saw me as the North Star 
with beautiful sapphire blue around me, the Virgo archetype, which I really am. <laughs> and Scott as the indigenous man with a beautiful plume of feathers and aqua, not even connecting that it was one of Lindsay's favorite colors. And I got the message that they are well. I've done my job and a good job at that. And wherever life takes us, we will all be fine. I then felt a twinge of sadness letting go, but also some excitement for me to begin exploring my life. What is so very clear to me is that my life work remains a top priority for me. That may be here in California. It may be in Austin. I even sent a resume to Costa Rica to a retreat center. Also, I really do want a loving partnership and saw that my childhood contract for survival told me never, never let anyone in for it's not safe. And I repeated that pattern over and over and over again choosing partners who had beautiful sides to them, but were severely emotionally wounded. It's time to let go of that contract and to create a new one based upon desire and deserving. I have no idea where this next chapter will lead, but one thing is clear. Doing medicine work has allowed me to open up, to look within, and to begin to take baby steps forward. I feel blessed and grateful. And if you like this podcast and the others with other experts that I am interviewing, please rate, review, and share. And you can find me at juliefreeman.net, on Instagram at Julie Freeman Mindful Wellness, and on YouTube at Julie Freeman Functional Medicine La Jolla. Until next time. <laughs>